1: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5
0: KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And we're wide on IRLoneStar.com.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on The Cindy Cochrane Show. And I know what I wrote on my Facebook really intrigued you. Because you thought, why are you having people answer the phone at uh, the City Hall on your show to interview? Because they're the first voice that people hear when they call uh, City Hall and Conroe. They're trying to find out about Conroe. They don't know anything. So they call City Hall. And these are the voices, these calm voices that calm them down and go, we can take you where you want to go. You're fine. It's okay. So anyway, I have Connie Whitaker and uh, don't tell me, don't tell me, Chris Bilsky. Did I say it right? Oh boy. <laughs> I always, I'm so bad with names. Anyway, they're with us today and I just thank you guys so much for, uh, don't call while we're on. But um uh, <laughs> anyway to be here that's so precious of y'all because uh people think that's that's odd but you have a very important role here because whoever you know they get you they call and your voice and how you treat them and all that that's their first impression of conroe sometimes right yes yeah so it's important It's an important job, right, Connie?
2: I think so. I mean, it gives them, like you said, the first impression. Are they going to be mad or are they going to be satisfied and happy with what we explained to them and showed them and tried to share with them?
1: And Connie only answered that phone for 20 years, right? No, how many years did you answer No, that I
2: only answered that phone for about nine months. <laughs> was it even that long? Maybe six. And then I was moved into the HR department. But yeah. didn't it
1: feel like 20 years?
2: <clears throat> um, some days it did. Other days it went by very quickly. <laughs>
1: because the... And, you know, and that's true. It depends on, on the people's attitudes and, you know, you talking to them and finding out about them and what are you doing and, and uh, what's going on and, oh, you want to know about that? Okay, fine. I'll tell you. Uh, but I think that it's... It's interesting that people you're meeting people all day long that you may never see but you may they may finally find their way into here and say, "Oh, you're the person I was talking to on there, so I need to ask you something." And Chris, I mean it's it's got to be so weird because you're so young and you're having to talk to all these people from conroe a lot of people are older people and they want to know uh i'll tell you what i did to him this is so mean this is so mean i was i need to ask him something and i thought well i'm gonna call because i've never called and i should call because i'm getting ready to talk to y'all about how you treat people so (laughs) i I called and he goes did you say city hall or city City of conroe Conroe. this is chris (laughs) city of conroe this is chris and he was so sweet anyway hey where's that cindy cochran and he goes uh what i need to talk to cindy cochran right now i know she's there telling him <laughs> get me cindy cochran right now okay and then he's going well i don't think she's really right she's not here she's on the radio but she didn't. anyway he was trying to explain that no chris i'm sorry it's me and he goes you know i thought it might be it sounded like i thought i could cover that up but um But anyway, I I just wondered about phone calls like that, that you might get, that people that are so mad or so desperate and they they call are the people that just want to call and say, I love Conroe and I just have to tell you that. Would you tell the mayor that? Have you ever had a call like that?
2: Yes. You have? People that they went to an event that maybe Parks and Rec put on for the kids, like the Kid Fest, after that was over, we had several parents, grandparents, you know, call and say they really liked it. The kids loved it. They couldn't believe that all that was free, and they really enjoyed it. So, I mean, there's many good programs for stuff like that with the Parks and Rec Department. So, And I'd never been involved with it, so it was nice to hear and see.
1: Oh, brother, to have someone take the time. To call that number and and give you a good line to say it was it was great is amazing to me. Yeah, I appreciate it
2: because we usually it's not always a good call.
1: <laughs> well, at least imagine being in uh, the city hall at Houston right now mm-hmm. and them getting calls about my water i can't, i drank that water for y'all said boil it now what am i going to do now i just can't imagine what's going on there we can't either because if one
2: block of water goes out or we have a an outage off of Crichton or where they start calling and they are not happy. They are very inconvenienced by it. Right. They don't understand it. Even if they have their water turned off for non-payment, they are like, okay, I need to turn back on now. <laughs> we're like, okay, we're not sure when it'll be, but it'll be by the end of the day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Probably after 5. Yeah. When do we get off, Chris? Oh, we got off at 5. Yeah. yeah, it'll be after 5. Oh, <laughs> uh, That's what... I just couldn't imagine having to deal with those people.
0: Did you guys go through any
1: kind of training to how to talk to the people?
0: Uh, I mean, Connie is the one who trained me. I, I don't know who trained her, but uh, she trained me really well. Uh, oh,
2: thank you. Yeah. Isn't that I feel sweet. pretty comfortable
0: talking to the people on the phone. You so, do? Yeah. That's... And everyone in Conroe is mostly nice. There's I mean, not that's... a lot of super mean people out there.
1: See? It's not. Yeah. Okay, then, then our show's over. No. <laughs> I want to hear about the people, that how you handle an angry uh, citizen.
0: Well, I mean, I always try to be comforting, you know, and just like, okay, we're going to do everything we can for you. I feel like as a civil servant, that's kind of your duty anyway, to make people feel more comfortable in their city. Right. And
1: so, no, that's right. Yeah. Show that's, empathy, yeah. you know. And show empathy. Do you ever say, now, listen, darling, it's going to be okay. Hey, sweet honey, it's going to be. You use that, don't you? I just feel you use those words. <laughs> there is, we have a lady, and she
2: called one day, and I had never in my life, I was like, really, you called for this? I was in shock. She was elderly, and she had a small dog, a Chihuahua mix and she wanted the fire department to come out because the birds kept landing in her tree and she was afraid they were going to get her dog (laughs) i had to explain to her that there was really nothing we could do because and she's like well every time i open the door they leave and i said exactly and so when the fire department comes the birds will not be there and we really can't stop the birds from landing in your tree Well, she kept getting, I said, okay, she wanted the animal control. And I said, I will give you animal control, but I'm not sure they're going to be able to help you because it's going to be very hard to control the birds. I think I would just stand out there with my dog (laughs) while she's, you know, going out and doing her business. (laughs) So I transferred her over to Animal Shifter. She called me back very mad because she didn't like their response. And so I just kept speaking with her and talking to her, and she finally understood that, yeah, that's really not a sensible request to try to get the birds out of the tree. But she was elderly, and she was afraid for her dog. Well, sure. So she ended up being happy, you know, and understanding. (laughs) So it turned out good, but I didn't really know what you would do about (laughs) birds
1: landing in our tree. But you've got the perfect accent to do the, listen, honey, we're going to be okay. Don't you worry. (laughs) Listen, I I think that it's it's funny. The the crows come so horribly, and so many come to uh, Willis, and we have, we, you know, trying to fight them off, and we have a guy, I had a neighbor that had a shotgun, it was the sound of a shotgun that would go off periodically, it'd go like, and they would all fly away, and then somebody would go, come on, come on, come on back, it's gone, and they'd come back, and he said it took about, You know, like a day, two days for them to figure out it wasn't going to go away. It was going to keep going. And uh, it finally, they quit coming over to their house. They come over to our house now. (laughs) But they come over to my house because I feed them. And I put rice out. People don't eat all the rice, so I I sprinkle it out for them because it's little and they can pick it up. And then I figured out they eat anything. They'll eat anything. And so she was probably good to be worried about her dog. But they are they are something because people hate those crows they hate them and they go like cindy can you quit making them want to come to this neighborhood this is horrible and i said well i just there's so much fun to watch once you put out food and bread and all that they come and they've got this little system about between them and so it makes it entertaining and so i entertain myself with those and and if i want the buzzers to come i put meat out you know meat that i was gonna throw away And uh, they come, and they're even funnier to watch. And so they go, you're so weird. Your sense of entertainment is very strange. We're going to get you hooked up with HBO or something like that, that you could do something else, because you're ruining our neighborhood.
2: It's like Alfred Hitchcock, the birds. Yeah, that's that's
1: exactly right. And they love my macaroni and cheese. But anyway, um, Chris, I need to find out from you, when we had that little – um meeting with the couple that was trying to get married that they wanted to get married like immediately they were very insistent you know like and he's and he is on the phone and they're just in the man's walking back and forth you know like okay and and he's trying to answer a question and so I walk out and uh they're they're talking to each other just well what are we gonna do We're going to do it. and so they say do you know where you get marriage license and I went marriage license let me see um well, the building next to us is a tax assessor. Now, and I went, that must be it. Okay, fine. And they took out, and she's in these, oh you know, my high hills. So they went that the wrong they way. They went to the tax assessor, and I and I ran out because I said, "Where's?" He goes so that way, <laughs> and so I w- went out trying to find him, and I saw them running down that, you know, the sidewalk in her heels, and he's and she's like dragging him. I don't know what she had on him, but she's like kind of dragging him with her and so I, they never came back here though luckily and get after him <laughs> for you know maybe that lady to that, the
2: right spot
0: yeah finally yeah. probably somebody told him at the tax assessor but I
1: felt so bad for her in those high heels running around Conroe downtown yeah
0: no people bounce around like a pinball machine like between Thompson and San Jacinto like all these buildings around here and because they ups. gotta be somewhere yeah they yes. gotta be somewhere around here and
1: there's so many different Building—it's not like City Hall down Houston where you have so many, so much contained in there. Mm-hmm. This is like four or five buildings that you may have to go to to oh, get something done. they'll come in done. and they're like, "I need to
2: get to court," and we're like, "Well, we don't have court at our building at City Hall." Well, I have a court date, and they're—they're look, they're, and they'll start telling you they have a felony. They'll tell you what all the charges <laughs> are. We're like, oh, "I'm not real sure," and they're like, "I'm like, did they give you an address?" And they'll give it to you. and You're like, okay, Thompson, you're going to go to this building. You know, Maine, you're going to go over here. But they they're going to court, running late, have no idea where yeah. they should be. That's a funny one to yeah. me.
1: Do they, they call get, you on the phone, or or they come here? Oh no, physically they
2: come in physically, dressed up, <laughs> sweating hot, with, yeah. in <laughs> a panic
1: to get to court. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: there's a giant courthouse like right, right across there. the street, and they're it like, says, I can't find it. Where, where where do I go to court? It.
2: <laughs> like the huge white. Story building.
1: <laughs> but but there's nothing more panicked about than having to be in court or having to have, have an appointment, you're supposed to be there. If you're not, you're going to you be fined and all that. Right. And so you're their hero if you're able to I
0: know.
1: you know, get them where they're supposed to go. But they if they've walked, you know, like two blocks or something and can't find anything, how do you do you stand out there and point? And say, look, I'm gonna set you on the right po- course, and then you just go straight. Some down of there. them
2: you do actually have to walk out the door and and, and direct point. and point because you're trying to explain to them, and they'll take out the wrong way. But also, i always wondering. I know you probably have two of. Have you ever thought of preparing yourself before you head downtown? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, they'd love to hear that from you. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> okay. Sometimes you want to go. Um, did you Google it? Did you yeah. think about where you're going? But you can't. So could you and direct.
1: You could have woke up about thirty minutes earlier. <laughs> we have been fine, but you didn't, yeah. did you? No, no, you didn't. Uh, no, it's got to be hard not to become the mommy and the daddy of these people and go like, "You do. what are you doing?" But I think that you know some of the craziest questions you got besides the lady wanting the fire department to get all the birds out of her yard uh what else have, has happened some of the crazy questions you get
0: mm. I don't know. I mean, it's not really crazy. It just kind of cracks me up when people call and they're like, "How do I start a business?" I'm just like, "Well, a million questions pop into my head. Like, what kind of business? You know, like you need all kinds of." So you ask, and, you you engage. Well, I mean, a little, I don't. I'm just. You like, have
2: to engage them because then they'll get frustrated and think you're rude and yeah. short with them. So oh. we engage them.
0: Yeah, you gotta just you know, like, well, have you gotten any permits started or anything? Yeah. Like, have you gotten do anywhere you
2: have a yet? Do we need to just start maybe with the DBA at the county? courthouse yeah. or have you got that yet so we try to get info to know if we're sending you for a permit for a building or you, you know you don't know what stage they're at they're just like
1: mm-hmm. i want to start a business mm-hmm.
0: or yeah well, like how do i pursue pursue legal action on somebody i'm just like oh, well, a lawyer but. okay
1: <laughs> hang on i'm going to give you water department <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah let me, let you take them. but i think that you you have uh i mean you've got enough general knowledge about things that you can you know you can engage just like why I'm here but it's general knowledge and but the things that they specifically want you to give them that information and that right now and you shouldn't be working at city hall if you're if you don't give me that information do they ask you about their love lives or anything no
2: love lives but I've had to google many and I can't think of a specific, but I'll be talking to them out there at the window and just start Googling because I know they're going to, and I'm like, oh, well, here, this, this, and this, you know, and they're like, okay. Or, you know, you have to Google no, while yeah. you're speaking with them.
0: A good, like, 75% of the information that I'll give out, it's just, like, me Googling their question as yes. they're saying it or, like, as they're saying it to me in front of them.
1: That's that's really, that's smart. I mean, that's the way to do it, it's I guess. like. way indeed. Even when you go to the doctor, uh, I had a, I had this. She was a she was the doctor. She was like the nurses, whatever. You that know, practitioner the practitioner, yeah, practitioner. And so I told her. She said, "Let's see what's going on. What's going on with you?" And so I, I'm telling her, and uh, she says, "Okay, just a minute. Let me Google that." And I went, "You're gonna Google what I just told you was wrong with me?" And she said, "Yeah, let me see what uh, what it says." I, I wanted to just like choke her. Why would I come to you and you're going to Google this? And and she was real young. And I mean, she was a young nurse practitioner. So she probably thought that was the
2: Everybody Bang does it.
1: that, yes. And so you, because you know, a lot of people say if you're really weird, you Google something and it can make you more weird or and it can make you just panic and you think you got to call and and get the preacher over to give you the last rites or something because this is it and so you have to watch what you google and have to understand is not always that they're trying to sell you something you know or whatever and so y'all are y'all got a, oh you've got a such a job in front of you i don't know how you do it deal with people like that do they ask you about um is the most place places they want to go or what and directions to that those places or do they just ask you where is the best restaurant?
2: We can ask that. Or, but sometimes they get distracted. They walk up to Chris's window and they're like, what's back there? And you're, <laughs> and you're like, is that what you come here for? And I'm like, it's an empty office. Yes. Is, can I help you? And then they'll go, oh, yeah. What are the new restaurants around here? We're from <laughs>
1: or wherever, you know. Oh, so people from out of town will, will come, come in. Yes. They and see they want. City Hall. And they think this is the place. Do they ever think that this might be a a hotel or something? Because it's called Tower of Conroe? They think there's doctors up there sometimes. (laughs) They do? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, my first guest that I had on here was a comedian. And uh, he said, okay, you told me this was 300 West Davis in the Conroe Tower. Where's a tower here? I, I... I kept looking around and kept driving around. There was no tower anywhere. And I, was, I said, Well, it has big green. Remember, I told you it was real big green letters? Uh, he said, I, But I was looking up like for a tower and there was Like a skyscraper. Yeah, There's nothing there. And so he gave me the hardest time about that. That and I said, Okay, I, it, it is strange to see it because it has a real glitzy. You know, it's Las Vegas of uh, the Conroe. And uh, it, it's just, but we don't have a lot of tall towers.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny that you say that. My girlfriend, when we both started working here, like in the city, she works like two blocks away. And she could not find City Hall, like, because we would ride together. And she could not find City Hall to pick me up. And I'm like, babe, hey, it's the tallest building in the city. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: being from Vegas, she probably thought it was a real, yeah. late, like, a 20-story yeah. right. building.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that bridge is probably the the most... You know, exciting it's I thing. I love
2: that. I think mm-hmm. that's so pretty. That
1: bridge is just says, it says a story, tells the story of Texas, it does. and it's and it's great. And I remember when someone told me that that was the guy that designed the flag. Is that guy? And he's from he was from Conroe, or he was in, from this area. And not, that's a huge deal for us, for goodness sakes. And, uh, and so I, I think that I wondered if people ask history questions of you, or they say. How long has you long has it been here? You know, and what was the agricultural or economics of it?
2: Yeah, what are the train? Because some things still have the
1: train um,
2: emblem or logo on it, mm-hmm. and so they'll ask the history of the train station. And so you Google and you let them know that's how it started <laughs> out. It's, that's right. You know, railroad and supplies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you we talked about this. We've learned a lot about the history of Conroe from just Googling it and reading about it. Because prior to that, I'm from outside of Baytown, Texas. I didn't know much about Conroe other than we would come here to the lake. So I've learned a lot about it.
1: Yeah. Well, see, what's interesting is when, you know the MoCo Food Hall? Yes. Okay. They uh, they have a vault in, in there. And that vault was used to keep the gold coins that were on the train they bring them through here really and so they they that's where they put them in that vault and so now the vault is for cigar and brandy it's and you it's, it's pretty kinda, yeah, it's yeah, nice it's be in be there oh so so nice and it's um so they i thought that was really cool i said you should do like a tour of this place doesn't this, I mean because it's historical in the, in the sense of that and that that's where the trains would stop and they'd unload unload gold probably you know probably wasn't known around town but it was just i mean that's cool and i think that uh if they ask you about that do they ask you like what would be um tell us the stories about how it got started and main street is that where it got started it's on main street do they ask you things like that
2: not really
1: no No. yeah
2: They'll come in and want maps or pamphlets or wonder why we don't have, like, a visitor center like you stop at, you know, towns oh, right. and stuff, you know. and But we just provide what we can with them. If we have a map, we give it to them or, you yeah. know, different historical places that we know about, we'll direct them to or let them know, you know, it'd be a good place to go right. visit. Right. A lot of them are interested in the lake. That's what I was going to say.
1: The lake, lake must be
2: the draw. It is. A lot of people come in wanting to fish it. What restaurants are located on the lake, you know, or is there waterfront restaurants?
1: Oh, brother. Yeah, you get a
2: lot of interest in the lake.
1: That's good. Well, that's good. Yeah, down 105. Yes. That's, you know, that, I didn't even know that was there. I was like years before, you know, someone said, well, you just keep driving down 105 and you're going to, you're going to find all kind of, you know, right there on the water and all that. And so I went, okay. So we went down there one fourth of July and I went, oh my word. And people, it was so packed. It was so, there were so many people there. And so they said, well, what the best place to be for the fireworks is at this restaurant and you sit outside. So we went and we waited inside to get a place for outside and the fireworks went off and we never got to see anything. (laughs) I I would say that'd be my walk. Okay. Okay. Next year. So I just stand, stand in uh, front of our house at Willis and watch them. Because it, it goes far up enough where it you can be to Willis and see it. And it was, um, you know, and they do have a lot of different things for people to do, especially in Conroe. I, I noticed when we were in the old building, <clears throat> the radio station used to be down uh, on 100 Main. Was it 100 Main, Richard? The,
0: 208.
1: 208, was close enough. Um, and the, we're, where the other uh, station was, it was um, Richard brought, bought it after we were way more FM is what we were called. And then uh, he bought the whole station. <laughs> he's just like, I'm tired of being the engineer. I'm going to be the whole owner. So he bought I didn't it. I know that. Yes. Cool. He is, uh, he's a big dog around here, you know. And so <laughs> that's what, he does everything. He does, he's just like. You know a five-man show it just it's crazy so for him to to let me come and work in here I'm just I'm so proud because that's what always wanted to do is radio and uh, I love it I love it so much and I'm so happy that we're here because this looks a lot safer than where we were on Main Street because they had this big big picture window oh. and people could walk by and they, it played the radio station outside and so They'd walk by and they could hear us talking and all that. And sometimes we'd comment on them, and uh, but it was it was so much fun. And my my son was so worried about me because I would get into some political stuff, and he'd go, "Oh, Grandma, you understand they can come by and just shoot you because you're right there in front of the, you know, the world and everybody." But they never did that. They thought Thank she's too crazy. Uh, but we had we had a good uh, listening audience on the sidewalk. Friendly. it was a cafe they had a coffee cafe there and, and all and now they're doing now they're doing ghost tours have y'all heard about that mm-hmm. see I, I knew <laughs> she should have come and given y'all pamphlets of, she had yes, handouts of this that
2: would, we could put them out there on the table that mm-hmm. would be something fun oh
1: man it was downtown Conroe and she would take these, these tours and give the history and what you know ghosts have been cited where and all that and the the ghost that I loved was uh, Bonnie and Clyde. And it was right across the street, there was some apartment apartment complex. But uh, they stayed, it was a hotel before, and Bonnie and Clyde came and stayed there. And so people would say that they still see them there in the hallways and stuff. See,
2: that'd be interesting. I That's
1: love cool. that kind of stuff. I so, do too. So when they, uh, when she, I wanted her to do a follow-up, because she just started this uh, Halloween. And so it was like her scary, you know, thing to do. But she said, but she was just doing mostly historical and that the spirits are there. You Believe it or not, whatever you want to believe, it's okay. But uh, it was, it was real interesting. And she had got a good, good audience. They got, she got on the front of the Conroe Courier uh, her picture and talking about this is a ghost tour. That well, there's doing. a lot
2: of people that are interested in that type of thing. I lived in Savannah for three years before I come here.
1: And Ooh, I there bet. is ghost yes. tours
2: and cemetery tours. So I mean, in the <laughs> history here, she should have a good follow.
1: Oh yeah. So I want to try and have her back in and, and, uh, have do a follow up, see what she's been, what she learned and what kind of people showed up and did the guy with the jumper that, uh, that I showed guess. up in, in front of your your yeah. office when you were answering the phones. Now, what was his name? We don't, we don't know, know his name. <laughs> he just comes to visit us frequently. And and what is what does he wear, Connie? Sometimes I, I haven't seen him yet. Like a, this is a A tale toddler to me. jumper for men. <laughs> it's a toddler <laughs> jumper. You know, for the men. zippy ones she
2: yeah. put on your toddler.
1: Oh, and uh, is, what did he want? From information did he want from you
2: he wanted to be heard
1: oh he wanted to be heard
2: yes he's a citizen and he wanted to be heard oh, that's But so he sweet. wanted to unzip his jumper while he was being heard
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so how did you handle that did you Offered say zipping? the
2: candy that? out of the jar and he took or, and he took it and threw it and then picked it up and ate it
1: <laughs> so when the police arrived he did he say? Well, she offered me candy. <laughs>
2: no, he sat down and had choice words for him, and just sat there and calmed down. They they were able. To, our guys that protect us around the Conroe Tower have a good demeanor, and they and they've dealt with this person many many times, oh. you know. And so they just spoke with him and calmed him down and got him regrouped again to head back out. You know that's so, so sweet. It, but he comes in often. He likes <laughs> sparkly stuff to wear too. So but I mean, he's normally nice and harmless. Mm-hmm. Just that day, something had triggered him.
1: Well, and that's got to light up your day. It you know.
2: did. They we had we tried to settle him without the police, and we got different people involved, and he just really wanted to see somebody. But I mean, people don't realize that. Even though there's council members and there's mayor and there's everyone, they think they're here Mm 24-7. They don't realize that they have full-time jobs or other things outside. This is something that they do. You know, I I don't know if part-time is the right word. But, you know, they serve the community full-time, but they're not here 24-7 at the tower, you know. But people think they
1: are. (laughs) That is, and I'm sure they would demand to talk to the mayor. And they've seen to. too many, uh, uh, you know, TV shows, where you know, like Small Town Mayberry, and they can go in. I go, I want to talk to the mayor right now. You I need to talk to him right now, and tell him what's wrong with this place. But I, you know, it there is the process and. You do, have, you do have some quality control around here, and the police are around. They are precious. You, They're very good. Officers are They will get here great. in no time because yeah. this
2: is their area, and right. it's very convenient for you. You just call them, and you're like, okay, David or whoever's on, we need you. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Now, all you have to do is tell that guy next time he comes in is that, um, and Richard's so glad that I wasn't here when he came in. Because I would have had him on the show. I don't like pull him here.
2: <laughs> oh, he was entertaining when he <laughs> threw the candy and then picked it, ate it,
1: then picked
2: threw it again. <laughs> then he wanted to charge his phone, but his phone didn't have work because he didn't. Yeah, it was interesting.
1: See, every, everybody has a backstory, don't they? They do. They do. And I know that Chris has a backstory, and um, and if his parents are listening right now, uh, we wanted to say hi to you. And they're in Vegas?
0: Yes, yeah, they're in Vegas.
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, So we're being picked up in Vegas, Richard. This is so exciting. <laughs> so we've gone outside the confines of Conroe, and, and now we're in Vegas. What are their names? You want to say hi? <laughs> say hi to them.
0: Hi, Dad and Erica, my stepmom and uh, my dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and uh, do you want to tell me anything, send money or anything like that?
0: <laughs> I'll see you uh, next week. Yeah, Next year to go. Yeah.
1: Oh, are you going up out, out I there? I am going to Vegas. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, you know what you can do now. Now you can uh, get the Cindy Cochran show up on YouTube and find the date and all that, and then you can take it and you know and cast it onto the big screen. They have probably a sixty-five the inch green screen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. And cast that on the. On the I just. I love your kid. He is so nice, so sweet, and and I just had to put and a spotlight a gentleman. on him. Oh,
2: he'll hold the door for you, yes. Very respectful.
1: Do it's you nice. know how to – let me ask you this. How old are you?
0: I'm 22. That old. <laughs>
1: that old. Don't even, I, yeah. I just I turned never... 23. Okay, yeah. I turned
0: 23 in
1: October. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say – you can't forget your age at this age. <laughs> no, that's right. I was going to say, I may go, I'm 70. And uh, I don't know when I'm going to forget that. But uh, listen, no, he is so he's so nice and so sweet. And uh, we just love him. And Connie is the very same way. That's what we just we love about these people. And I just had to come in. Because usually I don't get to talk to you all except just like two seconds. Like, hey, what? Let's see. Yeah. Okay. But I... But I love I love uh, listening to y'all uh, so your parents are very proud I'm sure of you oh. and uh, they do you have brothers and sisters
0: I have uh, yes I have a brother and a sister out here in Texas in Texas yes. what are their names uh, Robert and Elizabeth
1: Robert and Elizabeth but yeah Robert, and Chris
0: Robert is let's see <laughs> 12 and Elizabeth is 17 I think oh my six. goodness yeah
1: he's a, um, you're such a baby such a <laughs> yes baby. a baby and you're all the way all the way on texas now and you have your brother and sister here do they yes. live near they here?
0: uh they live with my mother here in okay
1: texas, so. okay so they're in conroe and
0: they li- they live in imperial oaks uh, that's where i kind of grew up is in like the little suburban area of imperial oaks right off of 45 here just below conroe
1: are you you mean off of, like that's uh, by
0: you know where oakridge north is
1: I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, like b- I, back by Shenandoah. Yes. A little bit south. Yeah. That, so. uh, that's, yeah. I know exactly where you, where they are.
0: I know where you live now. Good old suburbs there. Nice. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> well, that's you're a Texas boy, then. You really are a Texas boy. Yeah, yeah.
0: I was born in California, but mostly raised here. And okay. I had some high school in Vegas, but.
1: Well, you know, they wouldn't let you answer the
0: phones if you had a
1: California accent or anything like that. No, We're we good. would not. No. <laughs> You have to talk like Connie. to Connie say oh, if you really want to if you want to get along with these people? Because if somebody is driving through, you know, from Wisconsin, and they go like, "Let's call city hall and listen to somebody talk like a Texan." <laughs> and
2: I've been go, asked where I'm from. They're like, "Where are you from?" What I
1: said, here. <laughs> Where'd you think I was from? I'm from New York. <laughs> Yeah. I tried for it because I wanted to be on on radio. So I thought I've got to get rid of this Texas accent. I've got to, and I wanted to, to be in the entertainment business. And I knew that Texas they made fun of Texas people and their accent and all that. So I I tried so long to get rid of the Texas accent. So I finally got a first my first uh, job as narration of some documentary or something. They said, okay, now this is about, about Texas, so we want you to use your Texas accent to do this. And I went, okay. <laughs> and I'm going like, to try and, it just sounds so phony when you're trying to talk like Texan. It sounds phony. But um, that was like, after all that, trying to get rid of it. And uh, it's in Texas accent started coming back. You know, like, oh, it it, comes like, back like Urban quick. Cowboy yes. came out and everybody, and you know, I start talking like this. I know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> um, it's so cute to have a Texas accent. But, but it's horrible to listen to people trying when they're not a Texan on, on movies. They all sound like they're from the deep south in Atlanta or something like that. And they, there's a
2: difference from living in Georgia and living here. Georgia has a very slow southern drawl, and they talk very slow. Right. Well, I find Texans talk fast, but we have a drawl. You know. and,
1: and in East Texas and West Texas, they have a different speed. And They do, and because I was I was an interpreter, and wow, and I was interpreting for uh, this convention. It was for deaf people, and so these deaf deaf people were coming in, and I was trying to sign to them, and, and they sit there like this. I said, "What's wrong?" And they said. Because you sign <laughs> so slow, you Texas people, y'all talk real slow. You sign real <laughs> slow, and it's kind of boring for us. We sign a lot faster than that. And I went, okay, I didn't know that. That's how you could tell if if someone was from Texas or South or North or whatever. Yeah. But it, but it was, and they were just bored with it because you sign too slow. But I, I think that it's funny uh, is when. The accents and how different accents tell who you are and what you are and all that. And Chris doesn't have an accent. You really don't have much of an accent not at all. Not
0: much. I just picked up the y'all like very recently. You just
1: pick, were you doing? You guys?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That was always my go-to. You guys. But working in the service industry, they're like, stay away from you guys. It's not totally politically correct. So you know, just say y'all or say <laughs> you, you all. I don't know. yeah so. I
1: didn't even know what you could say other than y'all. I, Someone said, "Well, you know, we're the only ones that say y'all." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, what else would you say?" They say
2: y'all in the South. That's just, yeah. Once you get above, what mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, I don't <laughs> know. They don't. I My didn't. sister-in-law's from Ohio. She, she says you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: you guys. And I started saying that, and people were going like, "Don't say you guys. You're a Texan. Don't say that." <laughs> they were just upset that yeah. I would do that. And I, I grew up in Houston, and was born and raised in Houston, and so. The South and the Southern and the Texas and all that stuff was so big for us, and I, I couldn't think when I would see it on TV and they say something about Texas, like how do y'all know about us? Like I don't understand how you, y'all are talking about us. This is so weird. It's like <clears throat> I didn't understand that you know you're in the United States of America, and so you're part of all of this, and that's okay. And we weren't that big of a city. We always thought we were bigger than everybody else, and that was and we that we everything we had was bigger than everybody else. So I was raised like that, and I, I, man, I got that. That well, that's that took how all those
2: Texans are. We think, you know, we don't even think that Alaska is the biggest state. We think we are.
1: You <laughs> know, no, exa- exactly. I mean,
2: we don't acknowledge that.
1: I was I was sitting in Wednesday night class when they said that Alaska is now a state of the United States, and I went, how could how can that – I could not understand that or wrap my head around that at all. Right. It was like, what does that mean? But I think what's cool about Conroe is because Conroe is starting to just go crazy. It's grown. And I'm in Willis, and we're – it's so growing. much traffic. you Willis. You're, yeah, you're in Willis. Mm-hmm. And the traffic, it's not all H-E-B, I don't think.
2: No. they coming it's to see – It's not H-E-B. <laughs> Thank goodness, though, they're making that a, like a four-lane
1: exit. <laughs> They've got this whole – they've taken the whole street to make people that are trying to get to H-E-B – Comfortable. comfortable. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> just down ridiculous. all the trees so you can get <laughs> yes, to right. and they got a sidewalk that goes all the way to the next exit for people that are coming from apartments, so they can walk there. Well, because, they're building that subdivision there. Too. Yes, yeah, and yeah. I think I think you're going to get faster if you get on on the sidewalk and get there. Yes, but I went to the the first opening and all that stuff, and and I told you I had the GM on the on the show. Yes, yeah. and so it was. It was hilarious to see, because it just shows how little we have to do in Willis. <laughs> we don't have much to do, and if you got an HEB with big red letters opening up, everybody's going to be there. And and just standing and watching these people was so much fun because they were they were looking around like, I I can't believe it. I just I can't. They were in amazement and like, now where. Could I find the chicken salad? It was just—it was hilarious. They—they they had people there to do everything for you. What would you like? I can tell that you need some and samples of need? everything. Samples of everything, especially liquor and and sh- champagne. No. <laughs> that was—that was funny. They went to liquor longest up and line. buy
2: their stuff.
1: <laughs> but you <laughs> want to know
2: what's funny, Cindy? Our boss, which we love her, and I don't know if we're allowed to say her name, but she took off that day so she could be at H-E-B when they opened and see everything, and she wanted to go alone just so she could enjoy the stroll. Yeah, not be rushed. Her husband went with her and he was sick and so she had to rush through so it ruined her whole experience and the Astros were, were
1: the Astros were in the playoffs this was <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and you could tell all the husbands were like let's go this is enough okay gotcha 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 let's go and i i remember my husband went with me to the um, they had a pre-opening and so we went to that and it was just I said you're like a five year old child. Just, just, just enjoy this. Enjoy this. He goes, the Astros are playing. The Astros are playing. The We gotta go. We gotta go. And so it was just. It was horrible. I, I told James the general manager. I said of all days. He said I know H E B is their sponsor. <laughs> we can, you know, and we we want to go to the games and we couldn't go. Aww. But it was it was so much fun. And I I love that's what you love about a small town, and that's what we have here. Except we've got a lot of people that just. You know, you still have the small town attitude, but you've got all these people coming in from everywhere to enjoy that and enjoy all the privileges we have. But you don't mess with our don't law change officers. It, you're yeah, welcome. That's but right. Don't
2: change it. You it, the, came.
1: Here the reason you came reason. here, you voted wrong. So you need to come here, and it'll be fine. But you have you had your problems there, and you don't want and you don't want to mess with our police at all. No, just, no, 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 no. especially driving through uh, Shenandoah. Don't do that yeah. because they don't, they mean business. They go, you're going, you were going 46 in that 45, ma'am, you're getting a ticket. And they're like, what? But it's, it's interesting that we have, you know, we have a reputation somewhat of that, of being really strict and, and our guys don't put up with much and we're right. a DPS. Forget, you know, forget about it. Don't don't but be crazy think about
2: it. they may have that reputation think how many times you're going down 45 for me from here to willis and i'll see one of conroe's policemen pulled over on the side of the road helping with the flat or one day i'm heading home and he's putting gas in someone's car and i'm mm-hmm. like you know what that's great that but, you is know, great. where else would you see that than a small town and you're like i'm glad you know that's one of I feel like ours because we work here and we work. And so it feels good to know that, hey, you know, they're out there actually helping people. You can gripe about the police all you want to, but who are you going to call, you know?
1: That's exactly That's exactly it's, right.
2: And they're out there doing good things, but they don't show the good things they're doing. You know, when they, like when they do go to, like, the Fall Fest and the Mounted Patrol we have now, that is a positive. Sure. You know? Who doesn't like to see a mounted policeman? How, yeah. it, it's just, to me, so I, li- I like the small community, and I like knowing that they are out there doing positive things, and people need to just dispel that horrible myth. That, that, oh, no. they
1: should. They really should, because um, I've have, I've been to the Cajun Catfish Festival. Oh, the Catfish, Catfish Festival. Festival, yes. Yeah, Cajun. Really. Uh, anyway, I, I've i been to that, and when we were, and I have, tell this story, this personal story, and Richard knows all about this, is I had my grandchildren with me and we were sitting in the radio station watching all this stuff go on. So we went out and they wanted to look at everything. So they're looking and, and all that and I'm talking to someone and, and I look back and my, they're not there and I can't find them. And I can't oh. look and I'm looking and i like, and I go back to the station, they're not there. And so I told a police officer and she said, just a minute. She said, close the park down. <laughs> they closed, they closed everything down like that. And, and that's fantastic. And that's found right. and uh, and found where they were. I, I I was so embarrassed. I was so I was so thankful and I couldn't believe how fast they, they did that. And that's the you know, that's the caring and the love that they have, and they like shut everything down. You imagine how mad people were like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You have to wait till we find this child. But it really does show what kind of caring. I don't know who trains them, but they do a good job.
2: They have a very, I mean, I've, I have nothing negative to say. Michael
1: Berry was, was just complimenting. I mean, he was just slobbering over the the uh, chief of police uh, in, in Conroe. And, and they were talking about how, and Willis, they were talking about how great all the officers are mm-hmm. and how they helped and did something for him. And I thought, well, that's Makes you proud.
2: It does make you proud. Yeah, like I said, just going down the road seeing them helping somebody, you're like, oh, that's you know, it gives you a good feeling.
1: Now, do people call up here, and and say, uh, connect me to the police, or they they say I need a policeman here?
0: Sometimes, like they'll just say, you know, can I talk to the police department? And there's a quick little button to do that, and just send them right over to the police department.
1: That's so. that's great. Okay, hospitals, the ambulances, they call for. Uh, if
0: they need an ambulance, they usually call nine one one good but like it's a lot of the times it's like non-emergency they'll be like can i get the non-emergency line for the police and just hook well them they right think up.
2: the police pick up dead animals from the road and that's not the police that do that <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: they'll be like there's a dead animal over no. in yeah. yeah
0: that's public works
2: that's public we went at first thought it was animal control yeah, when that, i so first I. started working here and it's called what, what? it's public works they go in public get it. works like, the street it. department they oh. go get them but that's we get a lot of
1: calls for that. So, well, now, if, if they see a dog that's out and it doesn't look like it's being contained, they, do they call and...
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's when you direct them to, like, animal control or, like, the animal shelter. And then they'll dispatch somebody from animal control. Okay. To go
1: that well, up. if they ever describe it as a black lab, <laughs> and uh, please call me first <laughs>
0: I just got a black <laughs> lab puppy. So yeah. cute. You. Yes, you? did? I did. Oh, Just, just like name a week it. or two ago. Uh, Charlie.
1: Oh, Oh, now you're going to be getting calls saying, oh, Chris, yeah. congratulations.
2: Rachel needs to bring him by. Yes. <laughs> I mean,
0: he's cute. He's
1: really cute. Oh, they're the, be- the yeah. best. Well, this is a mix of a Collie and not, uh, no, um, it's a lab and. What's the other one? Yellow? A golden. Um, golden Retriever. Oh, cool. Thank Alive you. A lab
0: and a retriever.
1: That's a great I mean, mix. Yes. wow, what a mixture. And so I, I'm not going to let it die. I'm just not going to let it. I told it, you're not dying. You're not going to. I'm <laughs> telling no, you got to stay. And uh, I'm oh, I'm sure I'll go first. But uh, that that dog does, I never did I think I'd be that attached to a dog. But, yeah. you know, I, it's true. They they get your heart and you're... Oh. And they say they're like the children, they're like your children. And I, well, yeah, they, you know, I was <laughs> saying, say it is better than my children sometimes the way they act. But I think that it, if uh, if you get calls like that and you have to be very sympathetic if, if they're coming to pick up their dog that died and they need to, what do they do if they die at their house? They yeah tell sometimes, them, to come so get people,
0: them sometimes when people will call for like personal issues where there's like nothing we can do and that's it that's like where i most have to find sympathy and be like I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that you know i wish there was a department who could really you know help you out in your situation right now and then you just give them all the reference you know references that, that
1: well that's if you ever had an emergency where it was they just wouldn't get off the phone they're hysterical and that how did you handle that
0: Sometimes people will call, like, my water line is bursted, and this happened, and that happened, and this and that. And, you know, you can try and, you know, let them know. You know, you, you might have to repeat all of this to somebody. You know, <laughs> I'll connect you with somebody who can help, but there's nothing really I can do. But,
1: <laughs> see, that's good. That's always good to say. You may have to repeat all of this, and I'm sure you, you don't wouldn't. want to. <laughs>
2: but when they were, that company was installing the cable lines oh, underground. Yeah. We had a and they were installing for a new neighborhood underground cable for TV, you know, mm-hmm. and they were tearing up everybody's yeah. water lines. Yeah. and they would call us mad, and we were like, okay, but you have to call the cable. Ca- you know, I'm going to give you the water so we can get it shut off, but you're going to need to call that company. But was it need- Sudden Link? I'm not <laughs> asking
0: who. Yeah, no, they were fiber optic it, Wi-Fi Yeah, company. it wasn't
2: suddenly. But then they wanted to know why or did they have permission? Why did we give mm-hmm. them permission uh-huh. to dig in their yard? So you have to explain, well, the first so many feet of your yard are an easement for utilities. They don't have to get Conroe, City of Conroe's permission to do it. And then they're mad because they don't need permission, and they didn't. I'm like, <laughs> how? I mean, you're elderly, or you're my age. I'm elderly, gosh. And you're like, how do you not know the first so many feet of your
1: yard are well or utility? I'll tell you though that I have. I worked for Warner Cable for a long time, and we went out and they were putting in fiber optic, and it was like a big deal. This fiber optic going in, and they didn't. They dug. You know, we're shooting it, and they're digging in, and all of a sudden, there's you know they struck oil what is what is this from and it was it was horrible I said why don't why didn't you know that that was there and they said well we just, they saw just, this is where we dig this is where we're digging and they're supposed to have called they got in trouble because I told them but uh they're supposed to have called and gotten and found out tomorrow. called the water company oil and, all, and all that and uh so we uh I can see that happening, and I can see those people being so mad. I don't blame oh, them. They're
2: very angry because, yeah. number one, they didn't know they were coming to do it. And number two, they thought that the city gave them permission. And then, three, to find out that no, your recourse is with that right. company. Yes. You know. They get very frustrated, but then, you know, you speak with them, and you explain the situation in a calm manner, and even though if you have to say it five or six times, you mm-hmm. just, you know, show empathy, and they're like, then they end up understanding, meaning like, thank you, okay, now i will know. you know... To get in touch with them, so it, the, but it's frustrating for them.
0: This particular Wi Fi company has like amazed me, like with how many issues they've gotten themselves into. They've cut out cable, they've cut out water, they've cut out electricity. And you're not they, gonna name them, are you?
2: No, they caused my internet to get yeah, down, and no, I'm not they, with them. It's
0: crazy, they have cut so many lines to so many homes in Conra, and people just call them, like, last week it was the cable, now it's the water. And, you know, like, I'm just like, I'm really sorry, you know, we just contracted this company. Out to do this, and uh, you know, they'll get it fixed as soon as possible. We care about our citizens, so we'll, we'll help you out. Uh, yes,
1: but. you know that's that's very good, and you're rea- you're reassuring Absolutely. and making sure they they feel like everything's going to be okay. Well, you
2: want them to feel hard mm-hmm. You want them to know we do care about our citizens, mm-hmm. first and foremost. You know, we right. we want you to know that you're our per se customer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you pay the city taxes, you. So we want you to feel heard, and we want you to feel like your voice is important and your feelings are important, you know. You don't want them to hang up mad and feel like, you yeah. know.
0: And it just doesn't feel like you did your job, right? Yeah, today.
2: no, I would be, it would bother me to think <laughs> that I, yeah.
1: Now, do you get calls about city council and and what they're doing or what the mayor's doing? They, they complain about they don't think the mayor's doing enough or they think the mayor should be doing more. <laughs> if, Everybody
2: if, has their own opinion. I tell them that the they're welcome to come. I just, I don't give them a lot of information because that's not, you know, for me to judge or say, you know, I will let them know when the workshop is, when the meeting is, and you're welcome to come sign up and have your three minutes, mm-hmm. but, right. you know, I everyone has an opinion.
1: Mm-hmm. See, that's what is interesting is that to stay out of that, you know, like. You have to be you know very,
2: they, like, not, yeah, don't be political, don't give your views, don't. Very, very neutral, Mm -hmm. you know, because you don't want to feel like, oh, well, you're on the other side or you're, you know. So I just, (laughs) I don't know how you handle it. I just try to stay very neutral, let them know their voice could be heard. They're welcome to come, you know, sit in the workshops, sit in the meetings and, you know, be a part of decisions and such.
1: Is it hard to get rid of somebody that wants to just talk to you and talk to you? Is it hard to get rid of them? Sometimes, yes. Like Sometimes they'll they'll
0: just, because... There's a lot of automations, like, throughout the city departments, so when they can talk to a real person, oh, like, man. Yeah. you're the only one I can talk to, like, I got you, <laughs> I know I can reach you And here. you're a captain now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so. they can
1: hear the other lines, they've been, <laughs> they don't even. Yeah. And so how do, you, how do you get rid of them? Do you, uh...
0: I just tell them, like, I, listen, you know, I'm not directly here to... I, I am not directly in contact with other departments in the city, and there's there's not a whole lot I personally can do for you, but I know of many people who yeah. can help you out. So.
1: And they go, "Can I take you home with me? <laughs>
0: You're so sweet." Well, they
1: think that we're
2: at the same building as, say, right. utilities right. or public works, or you know. And we explain to them, and I've heard you explain. We're not in the same building, but if you're getting sent back to me over and over instead of putting you through the normal regular way, I will give you to a person, and then they're like, "Oh, thank you, thank you." You know, I'll
1: send you to Connie. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Listen, you guys have been so much fun. We're out of time. I oh, well, wow. thank you for having us. Yeah, see, it was an honor. See, there was no, there was absolutely no reason to be nervous, was there, Connie? I'm still were... Yeah, I'm so... you... we're both. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being here. And I'll tell all your family, hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. We love her. We love her. And uh, your mom and dad will be talking to you after the show. Uh, But what's cool is as soon as we go off the air, we'll be on YouTube. And you can go to the Cindy Cochran show and listen to everything you just said. It's because I usually listen to it on the way home. It's cool. <laughs> well, I I'll take out of my desk and watch and see how embarrassing So tomorrow you got to be here for Eric Dimmer and Hugo Rodriguez. Jemmy Jams hugo rodriguez he's gonna be so mad i said that anyway uh you gotta be here and uh, and it's gonna be so much fun we'll have some live music live music you will not believe it so you guys be here tomorrow and thank you and first responders we love you we love you so much and what's great is god loves you more thank you for watching see ya